You are listening to the Market Beautifully podcast. This is episode number 24. Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Welcome back to the show. Last week, we talked all about Facebook Live with Michelle, which was such a fun episode. She's fantastic, right? I'm so glad you got to meet her. Um, I'm serious. That episode was so much fun. So if you haven't listened, you definitely should go listen to it. After you listen to this episode, Michelle and I really dive deep into Facebook Live and how to use Facebook Live as a marketing strategy. So I wanted to start last week with something super fun because today I wanted to talk about certain engine optimization which may not be the sexiest topic totally get it but it really is important so if you don't know what SEO is I'll start there it's simply optimizing your website so that search engines like Google Pinterest other other search engines like that will display pages to your site on the results page so let's say you're a brand designer and someone types in the search bar quality feminine brand designers and your work with me page shows up well first of all how exciting is that I mean your work with me page showed up and you didn't even have to work that hard for it you just made sure that that work with me page was connected to similar keywords such as quality feminine brand designers so that's the power of SEO because we are able to optimize our site or specific pages on our website to show up based on keywords that are placed in the search by bar by a search user. So there are quite a few myths out there as well as mistakes that are being made when it comes to search engine optimization. So I'm going to put it all out there for you, what the myths are, what the mistakes are, and how you won't fall into these SEO traps yourself because that is the last thing I want for you. I also want to mention that I put together an incredible freebie for you that took quite a bit of time to create. It actually took me three months to create this freebie. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. I have a free video series on SEO and it's called the Make Google Play Nice series. Now I named this series the Make Google Play Nice series because I know that a lot of entrepreneurs just feel like Google doesn't play nice when it comes to their website. I get it. I was there too. Well, Google doesn't have to not play nice anymore. I'm going to teach you the basics and how to win favor with Google, like how to rack up those brownie points, because that's what we're all about. So I cover how to use SEO to impact your wallet, keyword research, so you have a customized keyword list, and optimizing your website in crucial places, and also an SEO secret that you'll find out in video four. So it's a four-part video series. And this secret is more than likely slowing you and your audience down. And I'm really excited to share that secret with you. So please go sign up, join the SEO party, go to marketbeautifully.com slash SEO. Once you sign up, I'll send you the first video immediately. It's really simple. So go to marketbeautifully.com slash SEO to sign up for the four part video series, Make Google Play Nice. 
Now let's jump into SEO myths. Let's start there because I have a feeling we may be able to giggle over a few of these together. There are always myths about several topics that popularly float around, but I have heard multiple myths over SEO that honestly just make me cringe a little bit. And I say a little, but in reality, I'm really, I'm just cringing a lot. It's bad, guys. But SEO is a marketing strategy that can transform a business and with a strong SEO strategy in place, you can go have crazy fun while search engines bring you continual traffic without you doing a thing. It's absolutely fantastic. I actually just had a conversation with Blue Sheik and if you've never heard of Blue Sheik, she's going to be on the podcast coming up, but we were talking about traffic sources and her number one traffic source was SEO was Google and you don't get that a lot from a lot of people mostly it's social media but that's because she's optimized her website and has put those things in place and she makes a a good amount of money selling her WordPress themes and people are searching for feminine WordPress themes and she shows up which is amazing and that's how she gets a lot of her traffic so It is pretty great, I'm just saying. Now let's discuss the SEO haters that obviously have it all wrong because all of these silly little myths are worth giggling over. So the first one is the myth, SEO is dead. Oh my gosh, really? SEO can't die. Search engines are alive and well. Obviously, Google, hello, number one search engine in the world, and you can't really function without being able to search. Am I right? Yes, maybe algorithms change, like Instagram's new algorithm. It's killing me, guys. But this isn't dying. It's just simply improving. So SEO may become more complicated, but I don't believe that optimization will ever die. It'll just evolve. So the whole purpose of search engines is to provide high-quality content to those who search out sites through keywords. Google changes their algorithm a little too much, but they they change their algorithm to promote high-quality websites. And if you are a high-quality website, then you have no reason to worry. So don't worry about holding a funeral for SEO because SEO is going nowhere. Like I said, it's not going to die. SEO is going to evolve. The second myth is meta tags don't matter. Okay, if meta tags don't matter, then why are users less likely to click on your link if it shows up in search results? Obviously, you are already showing up in search results, so you may as well take the meta plunge. Now, the third myth is length of content doesn't matter. I devote a portion of my e-course SEO Simplified to this and discuss in more detail, but the length of content definitely does matter and Google looks for a certain word count. So if you're writing a blog post and you're thinking, oh yeah, it's like five to 800 words, which, you know, actually is a pretty decent blog post, right? But if you had the same topic as someone else who, let's say, wrote a 2,400 word blog post which is very intense that's a pretty intense blog post who do you think is going to win out well google sees the longer blog post version as more quality content so that blog post is going to win out over the five to eight hundred word blog because the 2400 word blog is going to provide more value to the reader and that's how google ranks it so 
be lengthy without giving up on quality content. Now, I know that if you're a photographer blog, this doesn't really work because you can't write 2,400 words about a photography session. Maybe you can. Maybe you can like write a story about, you know, your your audience, your your clients and their wedding day and all of that. But, you know, it's not very practical, I guess is what I'm saying to write a 2,400 word blog post. That's okay. Totally okay. I'm not saying go out and write a 2,400 word blog post, but if you are writing a, I'm a very how-to blog post person, so how to do this and a step-by-step tutorial. So my blog post can be lengthier, but it, it really depends on the niche that you're in for sure. But quality is always key and first priority. So let's say you that a 2,400 blog post is just a little too intense for you. Okay, make sure that your priority is giving your readers quality. That's your number one priority right there because Google puts quality over anything else. That is their new algorithm, quality. So length should be a major priority, especially when it comes to kissing the search engines butt. But again, it definitely depends on your niche. But if you're able to write more words, quality words that bring value, do it. Put as many words as possible on that page. Okay, myth four, SEO is a one-time effort. Unfortunately, this is not the case. And yeah, it does kind of stink, but the reason why people say this is because you can set it up once and it does, it works for you, which in some cases is true because a lot of SEO is just an upfront work, you know, making sure that everything is set in place and your search console and your sitemap submitted and, you know, all those little details. Okay, in that case, SEO is a one-time effort, but you do have to continue to optimize the content that comes out on your website, continuing, you know, making sure that you're on top of what Google is wanting and making sure that you have as many brownie points as possible. Um, and that that will evolve over time. So unfortunately, SEO is not just a one-time effort. Although I do I do provide a lot of tools that my students in SEO Simplified only have to use once. So there are certain aspects of the site that do need continually updating like I talked about, like the blog post or for instance, for my podcast episodes, you know, I'm constantly having to update the SEO on those things. But hey, if this update doesn't take long and is bringing in more sales traffic, then why not? right? I mean, it takes me less than three minutes to optimize a blog post or a podcast episode. So it really isn't that time consuming if you know what you're doing. So myth five is SEO is just a bunch of tricks. Actually, no, Google flags down most of these tricks. Google is smart. Google knows what's up. If you are being mischievous and trying to break the algorithm, your site is flagged, which is absolutely no good. Tricks are the equivalent of someone trying to be sneaky and attempting at getting around the algorithm. Google doesn't like when you're sneaky, so you probably shouldn't be sneaky. (laughs) Don't try this or trust anyone who encourages you to do this for sure. First of all, this method is quite dishonest to, I mean, honestly, and I don't, I don't approve of taking that route at all. Um, Don't try to get around the algorithm. I mean, right now, as I'm recording this, the algorithm is bring quality to the table. Why would you want to get around that algorithm? Just simply bring quality to your readers. I mean, that helps more than just you. It helps your readers, it helps your audience, and it helps your search engine presence. So just be awesome. 
And second of all, if you just focus on improving your quality instead of worrying about all of the Google algorithm holdbacks, that's just a waste of your precious, precious time. And I know you don't have a lot of time and you may be struggling because you want more of it, want more than 24 hours in the day because I know I do too. So don't worry about Google's algorithm. Just focus on providing as much quality as possible and ignore anyone that says, SEO is just a bunch of tricks up your sleeve because that is not true. Okay, myth six, social media activity doesn't really matter. Um, heck yeah, social media kind of matters. Social media brings traffic. High traffic sends a lot of thumbs up to Google. You want a lot of thumbs up to Google, so yay social media. Social media can be a huge benefit when it comes to SEO just because it does drive quite a bit of traffic to your site, and it also helps gather up some loyal fans to your lovely brand, which is always super cool. So use social media as a tool to drive traffic to your website, for sure, because you want to make sure that Google knows that your website is something worth landing on. Because I already know your website is worth landing on because you made it and you're awesome. But we have to prove to Google. So let's prove to Google by using social media and driving as many people to your website as possible. Now, if you're putting out regular content, like let's say you have a blog, let's say you have a podcast, let's say you have a video series or, or not a video series, I mean a YouTube channel or something along those lines. First of all, embed your YouTube videos on your website so that people are going to your website and they can see your YouTube videos. That way you can re redirect traffic to your website, not just your YouTube channel, but just redirect all those people that are looking at your content to your website. That really does help. Myth seven is guest blogging does not really work. Guest blogging actually does work for now. I'm not sure if it will always work, but as of right now, it does work. Then your guest post, you should have anchor tags or links that link back to your website. This tells search engines that your site is not only popular because of your traffic, but also other sites are talking about you. Even though you're technically the one talking about yourself, it's okay, we just won't tell Google that. Guest blogging can have a pretty big impact when it comes to SEO. I would, okay, I say big impact. It, it's not gonna have like a major impact and put you on the first page of Google. I don't wanna give you that impression, but it does add to the impact. So that's why I wanted to mention that here and mention this myth. I wanted, I wouldn't want anyone turning down a guest post opportunity just because they don't believe it has any benefit. Because first of all, you're getting in front of another audience, which is a huge benefit. You're getting to bring value to someone else's readers. That's pretty awesome. And second, I mean, you really are, helping your SEO out if you are using those anchor tags. And by an anchor tag, I just mean linking your website to a word, like visit my website here. And that text phrase links to your website. So that's what I mean by an anchor tag. Okay, myth eight, by linking to other sites, you lose traffic. Totally false, don't believe this. Google loves, loves, loves when you do this. They see it and boost your ranking because of it. So link away because it really does help. Now again, I can't put it on a scale and say, wow, this, this really, really helps. I don't know. I have just followed SEO experts and, and figured out what works for me. I see that it works, but I'm not 100% sure at how highly it works. It's definitely not like a top tip that's just gonna, you know, bring you through or anything, but I mean, it does help. So if you do have a link, don't worry about losing traffic. Just 
make sure to link it. And also, it's nice. Um, people, Other people look at their Google Analytics account and they'll see where their traffic is coming from. Like for me, for instance, I analyze my Google Analytics every single month. That way I can improve my website and places on my website to bring more value to those who land on my website, like my audience, uh, because I love them and I want to do what's best for them, right? So I analyze my Google Analytics, and while I'm analyzing my Google Analytics, I see my traffic sources and someone was linking to my podcast, which was super sweet and I adored them. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know this girl, but how sweet of you. And she sent quite a bit of traffic to me. Well, I went and got to email her personally because I got to go to her website through Google Analytics. I found out the URL and then I got to email her saying, thank you so much. So I'm not sure if everyone checks their Google Analytics every month. They may not, but it really is not only the nice thing to do, but spread the social karma love because I believe that it really does come back to you if you give, 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 give. So be a giver. Myth nine, Google doesn't like SEO. Okay, I'm seriously cringing when I hear this because I'm like, what? Considering Google is the number one search engine in the world, I'm pretty sure this is the biggest myth of them all. Like, how do you even say that? Google is updating their algorithms and commits a large majority of their business to SEO because that's what they are, a search engine. Um, they provide search users quality information with every search made. Google states in an article that I will link to in the show notes that SEO can potentially improve your site and save time. So Google likes SEO. That that one really didn't make sense to me, but I wanted to include it because I don't know, that was a little crazy. So if you're laughing right now, you can totally laugh with me because that was really funny. Myth 10, all you need is great content. Although great content is a major plus, it's definitely not all you need. There are a variety of factors that go into having a completely optimized website that every site owner needs to be aware of in my opinion, such as, is your website mobile friendly? Like if I pull up your website on my phone right now, will it look good? Will it work? Are all the buttons like working properly? Does the menu all squished up? You don't want that. So there are definitely more things than just having great content on your website that brings your SEO rank up. So make sure that you have all your ducks in a row when it comes to SEO factors, which I talk about a few of them in my Make Google Play Nice series and the majority of them in my course, SEO Simplified. Okay, myth 11, Google will just figure it out. Actually, no, Google won't just figure it out considering Google isn't typically a person that finds your website. It's actually a bunch of mindless little bots that surf the back end of your code. If you didn't know that, that is how Google gets the majority of their information when it comes to your website. They're sending out a bunch of little Google bots that surf the back end of your code. So there's not actually a human looking at your website, looking how beautiful your website is. All they see is the back end of your website, the boring code version. So if someone that's a business owner or a blogger wants to risk losing a large amount of organic, which means non-paid traffic because of their firm belief that Google will figure it out, then that risk can definitely be taken, but I would highly suggest against it. Myth 12, having a secure site is not important. Yes, 
having a secure site is very, very important. Google actually talked about this and made an announcement that websites that were secure would actually be promoted in the future. So this myth is definitely a lie. The whole point of Google is to promote quality sites. And if a website is secure, then Google sees no reason not to promote it. It makes sense. So a secure site should definitely be if you're selling products online. If you are selling your products online and an online shop, you need to make sure you have a secure website. And you can see if you're a secure website if you have an HTTPS in front of your URL. That's how you know if your website's secure. You can go to GoDaddy, I believe it's $60 to get a certificate uh, to make sure that your website is secure. So um, that's just something to consider if your website isn't secure and you're selling online. And it really just protects credit card information and all of that stuff. But Google's definitely pushing that as of a few years ago. So right now, it may not be as important as it was a few years ago in the algorithm. Again, they're always changing the algorithm, so who knows? I'm kind of just guessing here. To be honest, that's kind of what we all do with Google. But myth 13, SEO is all about ranking. This is not true, and this can actually be a really great thing for business owners who don't end up in the top three because there have actually been studies that those below the top three are still getting a really good click-through rate, which is incredibly awesome. So the myth that is if you don't show up in the top three, you're screwed. Well, that's totally not true. There is a really good click-through rate after the top three as well based on the studies. So myth 14 is keyword optimization is the key to SEO. Although keywords are crucial for having great SEO, it is not the key. Search engines will never, at least I hope not, punish those who use keywords. But search engines will definitely punish those who use way too many keywords and do not balance them with fantastic content. I'm afraid that many people believe that keywords are the key, and so they try to inform the search engine of this keyword instead of naturally stating the purpose of the page with the keyword casually thrown in there instead of just blasting your whole article with the same keyword over and over again, which kind of looks awkward, so don't do that. Myth 15, Google spies on you through Google Analytics. This is not true. Google doesn't. Google Analytics is provided to you so that you get tons of awesome. It's a free benefit, but um, Google actually doesn't spy on you through Google Analytics. And this is based on an article I read, so I'm not 100% sure that they don't, but I mean, it is something that I might as well mention. Okay, I'm almost done with the myths. Two more myths left. Myth 16, Googlebots don't read CSS. Yes, Googlebots do read CSS to scan through to make sure you aren't pulling any tricks like hidden div tags. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, may sound like I'm speaking a different language. I'm speaking coding language right now, so sorry, this is the coding nerd coming out of me. CSS is the style sheet. So CSS is the code that basically makes your website really pretty. It says all the colors that your website should do and all that jazz. So that's what a CSS is. And a div tag is something that surrounds the code. So people will actually hide div tags within the CSS code. And that's why Googlebots scan this just to make sure that you aren't pulling wool over their eyes, basically. Now, the last myth I wanted to mention is hyphenated domain names make a difference. No, hyphenated domain names do not matter. After the .com, then yes make sure to use hyphens. But before the .com, it doesn't matter. It's just a little tip that some get kind of confused over, which is definitely understandable. 
Googlebots recognize hyphens as spaces, and this is why SEO peeps encourage others to use hyphens in file names and such, but hyphens before the .com have no purpose, so do not worry about that. Those are a few myths that people have bought into over the past few years, but besides the myths, there are also mistakes that quite a few people make. And since you are listening to this podcast, more than likely a part of my community, I do not want you to make these mistakes as well because your brand is just much too awesome for that. But I do want to start out with a disclaimer because everyone makes mistakes. If you have made one of these simple SEO mistakes, do not be embarrassed because at one time, I have probably made the same mistake multiple times. I learned so much from reading other people's blog posts and listening to podcast episodes about how to be a better blogger. And SEO is just one of these topics that you can learn so much about. So here are a few SEO mistakes that I want you to avoid for your business and your brand. Ignoring the title tag is a major mistake because title tags are very important. Title tags are your post titles or any main headline that you have on your website. So your page title, your post title, your podcast episode title. Title tags need to include the perfect keywords that are attracting all those people searching for your lovely products or words or content or whatever it is that they would be searching for. They also need to be around a sentence length, but don't ignore these tags because it takes an extra two seconds to do. The extra two seconds can be the difference between very little traffic versus quite a bit of traffic. So take advantage of the opportunity you have with title tags. Now I know a few people, they want to increase the font size instead of using header tags. So like, let's say you are creating a blog post and you have multiple points. Well, instead of having like your your different sections in your blog post, where it's an increased font size and a different color for those different sections, instead have those different sections as header tags. So the title of a section in your blog post should be in header tag, don't increase the font size. If you're creating a blog post and have multiple points within your post, this is crucial. And that's why I've created kind of a template structure within my blog post. Feel free to go check it out at marketbeautifully.com blog. You can kind of see how I do it, but don't increase your font size to emphasize each point. Use header tags for sure. Okay, not using alt tags in your images. Alt tags are pretty important when it comes to SEO and so many people, and I admit I fall short in this area sometimes as well, upload images without adding an alt tag at all. This is really not helpful for search for search engines and may lead to missing out on a search result opportunity. And I say this because we talked about the Google bots, right? Well, they can't see your beautiful image on your blog post or in your podcast episode or your homepage. They can't see that beautiful image. So what you have to do is tell them through an alt tag, okay, Googlebots, this is what that image is about. So if someone's searching for this, pull up this image. So it really is important to use those alt tags in your image. Now, another mistake I see quite a bit is keyword flooding flooding your post with the same or similar keyword over and over and over again is so noticeable. It's not only noticeable, but no one wants to read the same word phrasing repeatedly. And Google doesn't like that either. Google doesn't want to read that. So Google flags this and deducts brownie points from you. And a deduction of brownie points is actually a penalty. So even though there was great intention behind using a lot of keywords on the same page, Google sees straight through the deception and won't let you rank as high as you potentially could have. 
Another SEO mistake that I see quite a bit is having an enormous amount of content on your homepage. The index of your page is very important, but some people go a bit overboard in this area and decide to fit an enormous amount of content on their homepage. This content slows down your website speed and in turn harms SEO since site speed is a factor. But the reason why I say this is because a lot of people have big images on their homepage with a slider and that's not good. Just size down all those images on your homepage so it doesn't hurt or um, just hurt your site speed mainly. Okay, another SEO mistake that I see all the time and this is gonna be the last SEO mistake I talk about, but it's doing nothing. Maybe a better way of phrasing this would be lacking SEO maintenance, but not keeping up with optimization is a big SEO mistake that many do because SEO is overwhelming. That's what they think. Now, is it really? No, but there are so many tasks on your to-do list. I get it. I have so many tasks on mine as well, and it is so hard to keep track of everything. So when it comes to SEO, you're like, man, really? I have to add this on my to-do list as well? Yeah, that sucks. So they ignore it. So they put it to the side, they put it on the back burner, and they do nothing. They don't want to maintain their blog when it comes to SEO optimization. Okay, that is a big mistake. SEO can be your number one traffic generator. So make sure that you are there where people are. There are so many searches made every single day on Google and I don't want you to miss out on them. So if you are making this mistake, the doing nothing mistake, I don't want you to keep making that mistake. I'm so glad we could giggle over these SEO myths together and talk about some mistakes that people make as well that both of us will now avoid. Don't forget about the free video series at marketbeautifully.com slash SEO. I would absolutely love to see your lovely face there at the SEO party. So please come join. It is completely free and I want to make sure that you leave the series knowing exactly how SEO impacts your wallet. You'll have a list of quality keywords and optimized website in specific crucial places and we'll have fixed the problem, which is kind of a secret that I spill in video four. So go sign up for the first video at marketbeautifully.com com slash SEO because as soon as you hit that pink button, I will send you all of day one's information in that video over to you immediately. I cannot wait to see you on the inside of that video series. And of course, keep marketing beautifully as I know you already are. And I'll catch you next week on the next episode. <laughs>